Welcome back to Stumps. Jordan Canellis and Bryce McGain this afternoon on what is uh, semi-final day for the Women's Big Bash League. Already one team into tomorrow's final at Allen Border Fields and one more about to be uh, inducted, I suppose, entered into the final, whatever you want to describe it as. The Brisbane Heats are... If this runs to the boundary, Bryce, give us some commentary. Well, I think it's done. Hit through point and they've made it. They've made it through to the final. So now we know with certainty who is in the final, and that is perfect timing because we've got Megan Schutt from the Adelaide Strikers with us here on Stumps. Megan, you're watching as well, I know, uh, but we'll talk about your (laughs) game earlier from today. Congratulations, firstly, because you were the first team into the Big Bash final uh, for this year. Um, Great game from, from your team earlier. Firstly, thanks very much. Um, we're obviously pretty excited to be in there. I think we deserved to, to win that game, but we, you know, obviously cricket owes us nothing. We had to go out there and win it, and, and that's what we did. We played with confidence, but to be honest, it was kind of just an all-round good performance from the team. Obviously, Sophie kind of led the way, which she always has, but at the same time with the ball to keep the scorches down to 125 and Alaborda Field, um, yeah, it was kind of half a game, half a game done. You had the uh, best bowling figures uh, for the day as well for uh, Adelaide, two for 14, including some uh, top-order wickets. Nicole Bolton out for 12 and Chloe Paparo out for six. And uh, as you said, um, Sophie Devine playing brilliantly as well. She took Meg Lanning's wicket. Um, how crucial was it that you were able to uh, to knock over that top order for Perth to uh, be able to, to um, restrict their score? Yeah, it was huge. Um, obviously, we do quite a lot of analysis before a game and, and kind of the statistics showed that if they didn't lose a wicket in a power play, they went on to win every single game. So um, we knew that early wickets were absolutely crucial. To get Meg really early, obviously, would shake up their batting order a little bit. I think it makes them a little bit more nervous. But at the same time, they had a pretty pretty deep middle order there. But I think we restricted them well. And they came home pretty hard. But at the end of the day, being only just over a runner ball and Alan Border isn't going to work for you too many times. No, not at all, Megan. Great to be talking to you, and congratulations. It's uh, great to be talking to a fellow Strikers player. Uh, I, I played in the, the first version of it, only a couple of games for the Adelaide Strikers, but they are my team, so I'm, I'm really happy that the girls have got through. Um, well done on your tournament. I know that um, early on you bowled exceptionally well. You're bowling really well, but not getting the rewards with the wickets, and then later on in the tournament regularly getting uh, two wickets a game. Did you do anything differently? No, no, I was, uh, to be honest, I was just a bit unlucky for the start of it. I think um, I had a period, I think it was four games in a row I didn't take a wicket, but I reckon, I mean, I'm a bit biased being a bowler, but I had a few <laughs> plum LBW shouts that they don't seem to ever give out these days, um, and things like that just didn't go my way, and they seemed to bob either side of the fielder, but it kind of worked, because it was working down the other end, and Sophie was taking them as well, you know, us as an opening pair obviously balance each other quite well, and Hopefully one of us is either taking wickets in the power play. So, um, yeah, it just works that it happened to me this game. How good a player is Sophie Devine? She is opening the batting, opening the bowling, making runs every game, doing the job. She must be something special to be playing cricket with. <laughs> yeah, no pressure on Sophie Devine. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's only a final tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I know. But she's just so much, she's calm and collected too. And I think that's the best thing about that, about her. She doesn't actually really place that pressure on herself. And that's probably why she performs the way she does. But she's just got so many accolades now. And I think she's going to need a bit of excess luggage on the way back to New Zealand with all the trophies. But um, she's someone who stands up uh, with the bat and ball. But also in the field, she's taken a few river catches. And yeah, you can't really keep her out of the game. 
So what, what's the secret to her success? Obviously, she, she's a risk taker at the top of the order and she gets you off to great starts all the time. But you're saying that she's calm, but there's, there's got to be more to it than, than just being calm. Um, she's obviously played cricket for a long time for a country, so I think she's got the experience there. But I think having the hockey background um, makes her a really strong player with her wrist. So she's obviously she's built huge. It's a Kiwi way, and so she could smoke a long bomb on the leg side through pure <laughs> strength. But then she's got such quick hands through point and cover if you drop short, and that's her hockey background. So the fact she has kind of the delicate touch, the cut, and the brutal strength, she's kind of like an all-round package. And... Yeah, just goes out there and plays confidently. The other Kiwi in your team, Susie Bates, is the captain. Um, but Sophie Devine, we'll talk about Susie Bates in a sec. But Sophie Devine, her leadership qualities. She's one of the older players in the uh, in the team. But is she an active leader amongst the amongst the squad too? Yeah, definitely. I think obviously having played so much cricket um, and being an international, you're always kind of um, expected to provide more of that knowledge. I think and. It's obviously warranted, and I think when we're on the field, um, when we converge as, I guess, a leadership little group, me, Susan, so for the often three. So um, she's, yeah, she's obviously got some good knowledge there, but isn't afraid to share it. And I think that's a quality that is often hard to come by. People can be brilliant in their mind, but if you can't share it, it's not really going to help the team. So, um, yeah, she does that well. Now you've all got a, had an opportunity this afternoon to suss out your opposition with a with an eye on both the red and the and the local team. Now, what can you expect for tomorrow, and how do you think the game will play out? Yeah, well, just seeing the Heat one, that was that was honestly my bet. Um, I think that they were the, the better quality side there, but mm. I don't know. T uh, Twenty cricket, you never really know what you're in for in a way. With obviously got our plans and I think the good part is we've already taken a game off them this year and they've taken one of us so we know that both of us believe that we're beatable which is probably a good mentality to go into the game with um but Beth Mooney is a pretty key wicket early we know that she sets the sets the pace whether she's um setting it first innings or if she's chasing it so I think you know if we can get her early that puts a bit of a shatter in in the batting order for them um make them panic a little bit but other than that, I think if we just bowl to the best of our ability, field well and bat well, we've we've got the capabilities to to beat them. How did the team approach the uh, the prospect of playing finals, the semi final today, the final tomorrow? It's only the second time that the Adelaide Strikers have have made the finals um, in the uh, in the what five year history now of the women's big bash. So, how did you approach this uh, this post season period? Uh, very differently, um, really. We we kind of. Went in there, I think the last time when we made the semi-final and well, we ended up getting thrashed, I don't think we actually believed we deserved to be there. And to be honest, we didn't. We we kind of snuck in on on a bit of a default. We we won a game we shouldn't have and then someone else lost the game they shouldn't have. So we kind of snuck in and we were like, oh, we're just happy to be there in a sense. Whereas this was, you no, know, we deserved to, to make the semi-final and we've got, got here by playing good cricket. So we just approached it that same way and... There were, there were some nerves around, but it just shows that you care, really. But I think we're more excited than anything. One of the things that uh, is happening here at Stumps, Megan, is that whoever we talk to, <laughs> oh, yeah. whoever we talk to actually goes out and performs a- a- out of control. <laughs> we are the turbocharge for every cricketer that we've oh, spoken to. Good luck, we-, we spoke to Callum Ferguson earlier in the year, and he hasn't stopped making oh, hundreds. 
as he has not stopped making hundreds <laughs> since he spoke to us. Uh, a lot of the WBBL players, they're on fire as well. So the, the opportunity for you now is to be the best player in the final. Is that part of your, your thinking this afternoon and tomorrow? Because I think it's inevitable that it's going to happen. <laughs> Well, firstly, I hope you're not talking many Brisbane Heat players because otherwise you're just jinxing the both of us here. Uh, secondly, you can't hope for 100 off me. That's never going to happen. Maybe a quick 5, 10 or 4 would be my goal. But, hey, I'm ready for expectation. I'm happy to more than happy to take wickets tomorrow. Well, probably the main one, Beth Mooney, you mentioned that at the top of the order. They do bat deep and, boy, they've got some power through the middle. So some early wickets in the power play, that could be the, the part that sets it up for you. Yeah, I think so. Obviously, as I said, um, Beth is, is a crucial wicket there, but at the same time, they, they've got some balances there. Maddie opens with her, plays a little bit more finesse in a way, and then obviously you have the Harris sisters who are brute power, but at the same time, I think if we execute our bowling plan you know, to players like that, some good Yorkers obviously shut them down quite early and we'll get them playing shots that they don't want to play. So for me, that's more the plan as a bowler. Um, yeah. How about playing Brisbane, the prospect of playing Brisbane at Allen Border Field up in Queensland? Is that being against the uh, against the crowd, against the tide, is that something that you'll relish? <laughs> yeah, I like it. Because, uh, <laughs> it's more incentive to actually hold your catches, I think. Um, you can kind of rub it in their face a little bit. I think Brisbane's a second home for me. Um, I lived up there for a couple of years, so um, I quite like it in the conditions. So we know that they're going to be a rowdy crowd, but to be honest, it's just nice seeing a big crowd out there supporting women's cricket. Talking about Rowdy, who in your team is uh, the biggest celebrator after the game tonight? Who was the most, or this <laughs> afternoon? Who was, the, who was the most excited? Who carried on the most in the rooms? <laughs> I didn't even know, to be honest. Um, it wasn't you, was it, Megan? All on the same level. No, nah, I was out there just, you know, signing all my fans, <laughs> trying to keep busy. <laughs> 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 I think we all rushed to the ice bath as quick as we could since it was like 40 degrees out there. I think we, for the first time ever, spent more time in the ice bath than required. So, um, yeah, cooling down was probably our, our first thing rather than celebrating. But um, me, Alex Price, and Sarah Court are kind of the three little best friends that we call ourselves. And, you know, we had you know a little bit of a moment there together after the game of just pure excitement. No issues backing up one day after the other as well. You've been doing it for most of the season. Every every team's had a chance to do that. But going from the semi final to the final in consecutive days, no issues? No, nah, not at all. I think we've... Well, we were used to playing um, back-to-back games and we had the... I think a few of us have had the hardest part of the, the season, which was playing a night game and then a morning game the following day. So, like, a 12-hour break in between. It was a bit ridiculous. So, I think if we can get through that, we can get through anything. And I think the, the adrenaline of a final um, is going to get you up and about anyway. So, might as well get over and done with. Don't, don't let it sit in your head too much. Megan, we're really excited for you for tomorrow. But I guess in general, uh, over the growth, you've played in every year of the Women's Big Bash. W- what have you noticed the, the differences now from um, the, the, the first time it started? You know, we're in the fifth version of it now. I'm certainly observing things as a commentator from the outside, but internally, well, what are your experiences? Um, I think the fielding has been outstanding this season. There's, um, <clears throat> sorry, if you go, if you look from first WBBL, I think. It was real part-time, in a sense. Internationals weren't probably at their highest of quality and, and we were, weren't putting in as many resources as, as we could have. And I think seeing the transition from the first year to, to WBBL5, I think there's more athletic players out there. The, the batters are hitting it further, which sucks for bowlers. And then the bowlers are, are bowling it faster. So 
Um, yeah, at the moment, seeing that there's consistent scores over 150 increasing each year kind of shows where the game's going. Um, and for me, it's obviously nice from my point of view being involved in cricket in a long time to, to see the backing from Cricket Australia and Fox and Seven and everyone that gets on board to, to pump out our game and you know have our first standalone season and, and have it be an outstanding one. Um, it's pretty, pretty bloody cool to be a part of. Yeah, it is indeed. And, and you're a full-time cricketer now? Yep. Yeah, I have been uh, for a few years since we introduced the central contact contracts uh, with Cricket Australia. It's just now that we're involved with the MOU that it's a little bit easier to list than it was uh, about five years ago. You mentioned before, uh, Megan, more more resources. So what does that look like then week to week? Does that mean more training sessions? Is it more coaches now amongst the squad? What What is more resources? Yeah, all of that really. I think more hours are put in, more structure around training sessions, uh, better analysts now, spending more time um, having shooting coach, batting coach and, and all the individual things that, you know, just help little clicks get better. I think that, you know, we all, as cricketers, I think we always know what we want to work on, but you might not always have someone there to support you or actually be able to help you achieve your goals or what you're trying to change. So now that we have those resources there, everyone's been able to up their level and it's fantastic to see. Megan, congratulations again on the win today, beating the Perth Scorchers, and now on to the final tomorrow, which gets underway at one uh, forty pm uh, up in Queensland, so two forty down the east coast, and uh, what is that, two ten into uh, into South Australia for all of your Adelaide Strikers fans. Um, good luck tomorrow. Hope uh, hope it all goes well for you, and uh, you can continue on our uh, our Midas touch that we provide our guests. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks very much, guys. Cheers. Go well, Megan. <laughs> Megan Schutt, Megan Schutt from the Adelaide Strikers into the Women's Big Bash final. Um, fantastic for the Strikers. Should be a great game. The Strikers in the heat, I reckon, the two best teams clearly this season. Yeah, they have been. Consistent performance. Some some of the teams have started slow and picked up and that, but all the way through, the, the Strikers and, uh, and the heat have certainly been uh, the standouts. So... Good luck to Megan and good luck to my strikers. <laughs> <laughs> no bias at all here on no Stumps. No at all. <laughs> uh, Bryce McGain, Jordan Canellis, this is Stumps. We'll continue on the cricket chat next and we'll uh, cast an eye now towards next week with the start of the New Zealand and Australia Test Series.